0: hello magical friends i'm ally michelle and i'm raquel mantra and we' we'll- i'm all about that fuss free glam give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, Yet, really wants top quality soil. I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because, with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable, eco-friendly, From beginner to expert. Anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you that's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, Coast of main
1: To your own magic podcast. Our intention is to connect you with the most inspiring thought leaders and visionaries and share some of our experiences and wisdom to help you unleash your own magic. Yes, we're so grateful you're
0: spending this present moment with us today. Now let the magic begin. You do not deserve anybody that is not willing to embrace you at your lowest if they can only tolerate you at your highest self and vice versa.
1: And we'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. If you follow us on Instagram and watch our stories, you know that we're quite the pancake connoisseurs. And we love to make vegan protein pancakes with Organifi's delicious chocolate complete protein powder. We are also in love with their superfood green juice powder because even if you're eating veggies all the time, they lose a ton of nutritional value by the time we actually eat them. And not all of us have the time or the means to get all natural, fresh, organic vegetables that our bodies deserve, which is why it has become part of our morning routine to use Organifi's delicious green juice. Mm, yes, and I am
0: crazy about their red juice that seriously tastes like Kool-Aid, but a healthy Kool-Aid that is just backed with antioxidants and immune-boosting herbs. And we just want to hook you guys up with this amazing product. So Organifi is giving our listeners 20% off your purchase. So go to Organifi.com and use our code MAGIC at checkout. That is organified.com code magic. Now let the magic begin.
1: You go. Who's next? Joanna Lay. Joanna Lay. How do I practice self love again when I was hit by many challenges that almost made me forget how to love myself?
0: Mm, That's a beautiful, beautiful question, Joanna. 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 I know that there is a light within and you know you know you have such a beaming light from within the fact that you even are looking to seek self-love shows that there is a light from within because darkness does not believe in love does not believe in such thing as self-love I know self-love has been one of my greatest challenges in life, every day, it's something that we all still work on. No one's perfect, but I do genuinely, if anything, love the being I am. There's nobody else that I would rather be than myself, because I look back at my childhood and I know in my heart what that child feel felt and what that child feels, and that makes me love that child, that makes me love that teenager, that makes me love that woman Because I know how I had felt. And to begin this journey of self-love again, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to tap back into that inner child. I feel like we're circling back to something when it comes to tapping into that inner child. Mm -hmm. But maybe if you were to take out a pen and paper or if you have a journal... And first start to write, what did you love as a child? Who loves you? Talk about, maybe write about who you love, who you love now, who you loved as a child, what you loved to play as a child, and what you love now, and why that makes you so beyond special. And that will just move if you just, but no thinking, no, you don't have to worry about punctuation. No one is going to read this. But using stream of consciousness and just write all the things that you love, you've loved since childhood, and just bringing you back to your child self, and also what you love now, will make you realize there is so much love that surrounds you. And again. I'm going to piggyback off what we were talking before, releasing that old stuff that you might recognize as you're writing stuff down, that there is a lot of things you didn't like as a child that you're still holding on to. And whatever arises, that's something that you need to let go of because that might be holding you back from feeling like you love yourself. But guess what? I know you love yourself. There's... You wouldn't be here if you didn't love yourself because there's light in you. There's love in you. We all love. We all have that sense of love for ourselves. It's just recognizing that we really are perfect right now as we are. We're not supposed to be having any experience other than the experience that we are having right now. Like Ali said earlier, how the yoga teacher said, I know where you're supposed to be in life. You're supposed to be right here. Honestly, you are supposed to be right right where you're at right now. And in order to convince yourself in the moment, you don't need to convince yourself. But if you want an actual practical, practical way of really tapping in, if you read any Louise Hay and rest in peace to Louise Hay, she just recently passed away, but she's one of my favorite mm-hmm. authors of all time who really helped me help rec- helped me put in practical tools to help me, find that feeling of love for myself by practicing affirmations daily. Like this morning, actually, Joanna, I'll get a little, give you an intimate detail, but even this morning in my journal, because I wasn't feeling so beautiful the past few days, I chose to write in my journal, I am beautiful, I am beautiful, I am beautiful. I wrote that about 20 times in my journal, and then hours later, when Allie and I, because we have our own little morning routines, and then we get together mid-morning, and Allie looked at me and she's like,
1: wow, you look so beautiful. <laughs> no, you were glowing. Like, you know how some people just sparkle? You had maximum sparkle. Oh. And it's like, yes, you look beautiful every day. But something about your energy was just, I mean, oh, yeah. And I've it's after the affirmations, like just allow myself to feel it.
0: But I'm not going to lie. There are some more mornings where there's no way I'm going to put that in two words Mm -hmm. and it's to accept those days like you're not going to feel maybe beautiful every single day and that's okay like that's wonderful if you do end up feeling that way I mean that's the goal right like that would be a a
1: wonderful goal yeah there's days where you feel like a goddess and (laughs) days where you feel like (laughs) a banana
0: slug and that's fine those days when Allie and I feel like banana slugs are like banana slug yep and it's all good it's all that's part of being a human too Yes. So Joanna, there's so many practical self-love tools, but if I, one thing, oh, okay. So yeah, there's writing it in your journal, but also something I just remembered that I did the other day too. And I used to do this before when I lived in Bali and it's really beyond powerful and it can be kind of weird at first. This is, people are going to be like, what in the world, Raquel? I'm curious what you're about to do. (laughs) I stared at myself. I, I, we have full body mirrors and I just went up close to that mirror as if I'm, it almost would look like I'm having like a romantic moment with myself, And no, yeah, you I are. went up <laughs> close. I am. Yeah. I went up close to the mirror and I looked at myself in my eyes for a long time. And it's interesting. Your face kind of, I noticed my face kind of molding into or transforming into different faces and stuff. But I just stared and I stared at my eyes and I'm like, this is you. Mm-hmm raw real you these are your eyes you know this is your nose this is your these are your cheekbones your lips your eyebrows this is you and I just stared at myself like this is me
1: and Mm -hmm. I really felt
0: it and then you can feel because you know your insecurities you know the pain that you hold and if you can just have compassion for that pain and insecurities as if as if you knew somebody else, like your friend, if you look to yourself like your friend and you just want them to feel good about themselves, like, then what else
1: are you supposed to feel than compassion and love? Like, what else? Oh, yes. <laughs> and speaking to that, mm-hmm. I would say part of that question I love this question. I know. Of, you know, how do I practice self love when I'm hit by challenges? We live in a very masculine culture you know Mm -hmm. we're kind of raised in this um shut up sit down keep it in you're strong go for it you know it's very masculine it's like i am strong i am this i am that and i think brene brown is such a beautiful example of this yeah strength is not pretending it's all good and holding Mm -hmm. it in strength is keeping your heart open regardless of life's challenges and trials and recognizing that those challenges are for you to strengthen your heart Mm -hmm. and recognizing that vulnerability that takes courage Mm -hmm. that that requires you to be honest with yourself Mm -hmm. and to show up fully and that is the only way that real connection can happen with yourself with other people because as you learn to love yourself and truly Mm -hmm. see yourself as you are yeah you can unconditionally love and see other people yes and that's how the world changes by keeping your heart open yes that is true strength that is true strength keep your heart open keep it open
0: (laughs) and one more thing to top this question off, I know we're on this question for a while, guys, but, but it's... Self-lovis. Hey, follow the flow. Follow the flow. Um, it was something that just happened right before this recording. I don't remember exactly what you and I were talking about verbatim, but I said something like, if I do have these negative thoughts to myself, I'm just going to ask myself, would I say this to Allie? And then Ali's like, like, in the book Untethered Soul mm-hmm. by Michael A. Singer, he says... That think of somebody that you unconditionally love, would you ever say that
1: to them? Would you ever talk to your loved one the way you talk to yourself? And from now on, if I ever have
0: that thought, a negative thought, I'll be like, will I ever say this to Allie? Because Ali is my true soul twin. Like, I could never think ill of her ever. And I all I want is for her to just feel so good and just truly like love herself. And if she's ever down, it just like puts me down too. And so if <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious and so, yeah, think about somebody that you just would never, ever, ever want them to feel the way you feel by yourself and then just remind yourself would I ever, or something you would never, ever say to your best friend, you know, like I uh, look horrible or something.
1: You look yeah. horrible. Like, that is just, so just think about somebody and, and then, recognizing that if someone doesn't accept your value, if mm-hmm. someone does reject you, that's okay. Cause it's not really about you. It's and then not. that person is not for you. It's not, it's not about you. It's everything is all evidence of our own journeys. <laughs> let's just, let's just say that right now. And so it's, recognizing that this is not life is not between you and that person no you know your integrity how you showed up what truly matters mm-hmm. is not through the eyes of anyone else mm-hmm. because you know if you're really showing up you know how you have followed your heart yeah and so let them see you how they want to see you yeah. and keep your heart open anyways mm. Keeping it open. All right,
0: Joanna, that was an amazing question. Moving on to Katie MH7. What do you think, lo- or what do you think love for a
1: partner would and should look like? Hmm. I remember at this music festival, Lightning in a Bottle. This was two years ago, and I'm walking to see Alina Baraz play, and on my way. There's this tent and i hear this woman speaking and i'm drawn to her voice immediately and alina is like one of my favorite artists but i knew i was like i need to hear this right now so i go and i sit down and she's talking about relationships and i've always been like an over independent person to the point where um it's actually hindered me to be honest Mm -hmm. you know like there is total vulnerability issues there if i'm being super open about Mm -hmm. this Um, just growing up in LA and everything, Mm -hmm. I definitely have those walls up and I'm talking about keeping my heart open. So there you go. But, um, I hear her speak and she's talking about this kind of Disney idea that's ingrained in us from when we're young, um, to seek your other Mm -hmm. half, the perfect one who's going to complete you, your soulmate, you know, purpose on earth and all, all that. Um, oh, Disney. And then she said, I am not seeking my other half because I am not a half. Yeah. And so if you think of it in this way, I mean, there's so much pressure that we put on our ideal partner. You know, it's so, it's like, what do you want in this person that you're mm, looking for? What do you want? Too many expectations. You know, what do you want them to look like? What do you want mm. them to be like? How much money should they be making? What mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, it's, it's silly because then it's just like, how can I get what I need from you? Which is not even real connection. Cause you're not seeing the other person as they are. Yeah. You're finding someone that hits enough of your checklist and then just like, Oh, this is close enough. And projecting this whole story onto them yeah. and expecting them to be that everything that makes you happy, that, you know, um, sees you. And in India, our teacher actually said that it's lower samadhi, it's lower yeah. enlightenment. When you first fall Explain in love, what samadhi is? Um, samadhi is essentially that state of enlightenment, yep. Um, really at peace and bliss, mm-hmm. almost a heavenly, an feel. awakening, an yes. awakening. Yeah, it's like ecstasy in a sense. And so, when you first fall in love and it's in that honeymoon phase, um, it's not that that's not real, it's that you're seeing the purest, most whole part of your soul reflected in the person you're in love with eyes, their eyes. Mm -hmm. And so you fall in love with Mm. that mirror, but it's not lasting if you haven't found it for yourself. And that's when the honeymoon phase shatters. You have to find that love for yourself. Yes. And so I think, you know, what do you think love for a partner would and should look like? It shouldn't look like anything other than what it is. You know, it's allowing someone to be who they are Mm -hmm. without any masks not how you think they should be. It's loving them to their highest potential of themselves, mm-hmm. not what you think their highest potential is. Yes.
0: However they choose to be as well, whether maybe they're not even at their highest, because everybody's going to have ups, upsides and downsides, but you being able to embrace their highest and also their lowest self, mm-hmm. like being the, what they do, they say in sickness and in health, Yeah. that statement rings so true because you know, if they do not, you do not deserve anybody that is not willing to embrace you at your lowest, if they can only tolerate you at your highest self, and mm-hmm. vice versa.
1: And recognizing that it's not about what you're getting from the other person, it's what you're giving to the other person. Yeah. Because ultimately, that is far more fulfilling to show up and love someone. Mm hmm. And, that comes from being able to show up and love yourself first. You know, That's you, what matters more than anything. You have to yeah. do the work, like feel whole. A lot of people
0: just want relationships because they feel like that relationship is going to bring them value. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> that relationship will just be a, bon- a cherry on top.
1: It's a bonus. To you. <laughs> That's the thing. You know, you've got this wonderful life and it's
0: the bonus. Yeah, that you can enjoy it with somebody and see, mm-hmm. see the world with somebody because relationships are so valuable.
1: But you need to see the value in yourself first I would also say like what do you want in your relationship you know you want someone to see you and love you and yes and you want someone to whatever your list is you know mm-hmm. do you see yourself mm. do you love yourself fully do you this you know, is so interesting I wrote I wonder where my, oh
0: yeah, my phone's in the other room, but I wrote a poem this morning as I was driving. I know I shouldn't do that, but it just like came in and I just had to like do
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> was, gotta catch that poem
0: when it comes. Gotta catch that poem. That's what Allie and I do all the time. We're just like, wait, right? We might be in the middle of something, like some really deep talk. And then we're like, wait. And we have to put the talk on pause because one of us has to write a poem. But it was, um, he doesn't, let's see if I can remember it exactly. He... Oh, hold on. He hears you, he touches you, but he doesn't see you. Something like that. Mm. I don't remember exactly the words. I uh, mm-hmm. have to look at it. But yeah, and it's true. Yeah. Or he no he hears her. He can hear her.
1: He can touch her, but he doesn't see her. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't see himself. Mhm. And that goes that goes both ways because mm-hmm. you cannot give what you do not have and yeah. what you have not found within first. And Thich Nhat Han, actually, I'm very proud of myself for pronouncing his name right. By the way, mm-hmm. he has a book called How to Love. That's a recommendation for this topic. Where it says like, as you can be the sun for yourself, then you can be the sun for another person. Mmm, I love that. So I love that. All right, next question. Do you want to say this? Oh, oh, I, she has. This- Oh, there's a second part. There's a oh, second this is a part. Oh, that's a fun one. <gasps> yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Allie's about to nerd out. What do you think the world will be, feel, sound, and look like in 100 years?
0: Hmm, well, Allie?
1: First of all, we will be on Mars because Elon <laughs> Musk will have developed. <laughs> I was about to call you, you Allie Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Allie Musk, what do you think? Oh, oh dear. Um, yes. Um, I think we'll be living on Mars. I think we'll be able to teleport um Mm -hmm. telekinesis um wait don't you already do that don't you already do that (laughs) I mean (laughs) why are you trying to put me on blast Raquel (laughs) giving you your secrets our friends will text me like does Allie have
0: or where's Allie's teleport thing so I can get to you guys we (laughs) all I really think that Allie has a secret
1: teleport portal somewhere (laughs) I can neither confirm nor deny this (laughs) statement (laughs) anyways what do you think the world
0: in look 100 like? years cars will be flying gas free somehow we have figured out a way to eliminate all the pollution <laughs> <laughs> our waters will be just thriving we will not have any worries about ooh, no one will be eating meat <laughs> i'm just gonna <laughs> I'm I'm to just kidding. slide that in there, there. <laughs> i'm just kidding um No, in 100 years, I really, I think that we're going to be able to tap into, because you know how we supposedly only use a small percentage of our brain? Well, we use our whole brain, but we really know how to tap into a small percentage of it. I think that we're going to be able to add an extra percentage and maybe, maybe be able to fly
1: that's so interesting i love that <laughs> i've always yeah. wanted to be a bird i've always wanted to be a bird it'll too. be like that movie lucy where she accesses her entire brain all at once and yeah did you ever see that with morgan no. freeman no i want morgan freeman to narrate my life so bad anyways it's a pretty good movie but morgan freeman if you're listening to this please narrate Allie's life please narrate my <laughs> life
0: um that will happen within the next 100 years. I think so.
1: <laughs> Him or um I can't remember that actor's name but Mufasa from The Lion King. Ooh. Oh, so good. He's also Darth Vader.
0: We're going to take a quick break to share our love for our sponsor, Hum Nutrition, who has an amazing giveaway for three of our sponsors. And a side note, I'm honestly super skeptical about any brand that claims to be the cure or the magical elixir to all your issues. But seriously, guys, Hum really does seem to heal almost all. I... I'm going to be honest right now, I have had terrible digestion and chronic bloating since I got back from Bali a few months ago, and it put me in a funk for a while, so when a friend recommended Hum to me, I took. I decided to take the Flatter Me and Gut Instinct
1: tablets, and now... Let's just say I run a little more smoothly. And Hum is offering three of our listeners three months of $150 worth of Hum products for free, which is amazing. All you have to do is rate and review our podcast on iTunes, send a screenshot to info at yourownmagic.life, and tell us that you want to submit for the Hum giveaway. Yes, and don't forget about receiving
0: 20% off Hum Nutrition with our promo code MAGIC.
1: Bbymo underscore asked how can we determine which relationships are worth working towards and strengthening and which ones we need to let go of i would say in regards to this um it comes from strengthening your relationship to your intuition mm-hmm. and also paying really close attention to your body and thinking mm-hmm. of it as a message board how do you feel after you spend time with someone? Do you feel drained, zapped? Like all your energy was just sucked from you. Do you feel yeah. inspired and empowered and like full of life? Um, you know, listening to your body cause your body will tell you, you know, always. And mm-hmm. so thinking of it in that sense is good, but honestly you do know, and it's not that you have to cut people out, but honoring your needs Um, because mm -hmm. the most selfless thing you can actually do is care for yourself Mm -hmm. because then you can authentically show up for others from a genuine place with more love than ever before. You need that energy and if people are
0: draining that energy.
1: Yeah. And also being willing when you first really start going down the spiritual path, Mm -hmm. um, people, May not be so aligned with your vibration anymore, and Mm -hmm. that's okay too. And it may feel lonely at first, Mm -hmm. but trusting that you will attract the people in your life that need to be there the teachers that you'll need, the friends that you'll need, the family that you'll need. Um, but again, just loving them as they are without wishing they were different. And that's the thing always, even the people that are not really
0: serving your soul in the moment that have that negative energy that you can't really let go of. Cause let's say it's your boss or, you know, maybe a stepmother or just somebody that you really can't like let go of in life and just cut all ties and communication because you guys are, I was going to say tethered, but that's not a great word for it, but you guys are tied in some way. To live out of love in that moment with that person, accepting whatever is that comes, but not allowing it to penetrate your positive bubble, your own bubble, your bubble of love, allowing and embracing them with love.
1: Mm hmm. Juliana S. asked, what's the best way to survive when you've lost a person in your life? We actually Mm. just did an interview with Kathy Eldon who spoke to this and she said that grief is a powerful energy. It's one of the most powerful ones there is and it can take you down Mm. or you can take that and transform it into something else and transform it as... A force for good mm-hmm. because when death comes when tragedy comes and it will because this life is temporary we are temporary even this planet is temporary really honoring your pain and giving yourself time not expecting to be healed instantly um one of my favorite songs it's by trevor hall The lyrics are, you can't rush your healing. Darkness has its teachings. So, Oh, I love that lyric from Trevor Hall.
0: And to piggyback off of that, I have lost a fair share of really important people in my life many times. And I felt it's not as if each death became more insignificant, but I felt the pain a little less each time as people kept leaving because I kept feeling the others that around just their love their energy their love and I knew that the best way for me to accept this is one knowing that the five stages of grief really are real That is exactly what you go through. So accepting that process, like, okay, I'm angry right now. Well, that's because that's this part of the process. But it's also, and I wish I could tell you what those five stages were off the top of my head. But then to really just count on love from others, like really reach out and allow others to be there for you. Sometimes you want to resist and you just don't want the energy of other people around you because it's just you're just in such disbelief and you just feel like you have to deal with this on your own but if you just welcome others who just want to love you and just let you vent and listen you don't need advice from them or anything but just a hug just love just looking at them in the eyes and seeing their love for you that's what really really helps you process the loss and You know, maybe a few months down the road, you might remember that person and you're still feeling so much pain and so much anger because they are gone. And in that moment, that's the time to not be alone. That's the beauty about relationships. That's why there's multiple human beings on this earth and you're surrounded by them and you're not on an island by yourself. You're surrounded by people so that at times like this, you can reach out and just seek that love from others. So especially other people that might have known that person too there's something that just like makes you feel like okay it's okay Mm -hmm. and you'll feel like their energy is still there in a sense yeah because it is juliana my heart goes out to you and i will definitely say a prayer for you if you are grieving right now because that is probably the hardest experience of this human existence so my heart really goes out to you right now and you're going to be okay. Just reach out to those that you love. All right. Now, next question. Ooh, this is something Allie you must answer because this is, this is such an (laughs) Allie question (laughs) from at Jess dot Monaghan. I hope I pronounced your last name right, Jess. Do you believe in parallel universes?
1: Oh yes. I mean, okay. So, there's this book and it's <laughs> called I get really excited about I these know, questions. I she <laughs> looks
0: like a really giddy girl. It's like Christmas morning. Okay, um, it's like
1: Christmas morning. There's a book. It's called Einstein's Dreams and um it has one of my favorite theories about this and essentially he's saying that time is not linear as we think where it's like past, present, future, and that it works in a straight line. No, it's, you are living your past, present, and future all at once, all of your lives, all at the same time. And so when you experience deja vu, it's because one of your lives are overlapping in a sense. And so you have lived this before, you know, you've already gone through this and then expanding on that to the parallel universes, he says that every time you make a decision where there was another outcome, and honestly, there's infinite outcomes, Mm -hmm. reality splits into another dimension. And so there are many lives that you were living at this time where you chose differently, right? There's a me out there that is, you know, in school doing whatever, I would have been doing, um, still living in California. Oh dear. You know? Yeah. Oh dear. (laughs) Um, (laughs) no, but, but there is, there's, there's this other part of you that shows differently. Do I personally believe that this is true? Um, I don't like to say that I believe in anything, honestly, because my beliefs change Mm -hmm. so often. And if I say I believe in this, um, this is true the human brain in terms of what it can take in is such a small fraction Mm -hmm. of the infinite universe. And so if I'm saying limits you, this is my belief. It's limiting me. It's It's limiting me from learning. Yeah. Um, being a little more closed minded. Yeah. So I like
0: to entertain ideas. I love that. Entertain the idea. Well, entertain this idea because, I was listening to The Balanced Blonde, her podcast. Which Jordan. Jordan, which by the way, if you guys haven't listened to it yet, she is on this season of or our very first launch of how many episodes did we launch with? Seven. Seven. And so, she was our first one. She was our first one. So you guys should definitely download that episode because mm-hmm. she is beyond inspiring and wise. Beyond her years, indeed. She's an old soul. So anyways, if you guys haven't downloaded the Jordan episode, that would be wonderful. Anyways, she interviewed this shaman named Shaman Dirk, who is so... His story had me in tears. And everybody must download this episode. Anyways, he was talking about how we... Exactly what you were just talking about, pretty much how our bodies are on different planets in parallel universes, having different experiences... And it just made me think like, what if right now I am sitting in Park City, Utah, but Park City, Utah on a different earth in a different galaxy, married and just having a completely and lost and sad. And it just made me appreciate my moment now where I am in Hawaii and not and single, but being able to do what I want to do in this life. Mm -hmm. And it really made me appreciate where I'm at more so but, yeah yeah
1: i like that answer let's see okay next question um mm, Poo underscore <laughs> what is your favorite crystal and why how does this crystal benefit you well my favorite crystal is labradorite labradorite <laughs> um it's Glows mm-hmm. in the light and kind of shifts colors. It's a darker stone, but the legend is um, this warrior king Labrador. Um, his wife passed away in battle, and he was so upset that he threw his magical spear into a <gasps> cave wall and released the Aurora Borealis, the Northern Lights. But some of the lights got trapped in the stone wall, and that is the crystal Labradorite. So it's like the Northern wow. Lights in the stone, and it's supposed to open your third eye chakra um and strengthen your intuition and I I just remember seeing this stone a few years ago and it was like my first love that was my first crystal love I love it
0: Mm -hmm. mine has always and will always be can you guess moonstone oh I love moonstone yeah rose quartz you're (laughs) always covered in both though I know I love moonstone moonstone's my other do you know the story behind moonstone please tell me oh I don't know I was wondering if you know. Oh, We're I would gonna... love to know.
1: Moonstone's like the Tune sister account. stone to labradorite. Ah, mm-hmm. no
0: wonder. Yeah, I'm covered in moonstone. So are you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love moonstone. But I love the rose quartz because, of course, and not to, I know a lot of people love the energy to welcome a romantic interest in their life. But for me, it's to, again, tapping back to the one thing that I want most is that feeling of self-love often. It does make me w- remember to tell myself, like, You are so wonderful as you are. But really, there's so much power behind the rose quartz. I'm really drawn to the color pink. And I think it's because pink represents not only love, but also passion. And pink is like such a purposeful color. Pink is like, I am pink. I am there. It has such a strong purpose. And it's very feminine, which, of course, is the part of myself that I like to tap the most into. Mm. And... Yeah, so I would definitely say rose quartz to have That's that a loving answer. energy I and like purposeful
1: and passionate. It's mm-hmm. so passionate. It's a beautiful stone. Honestly, anyone can take that stone. That's just a great stone for everybody to have. You yeah. can't really go wrong with that one. And um, it's the one that if I do give a stone, I like to give that one the most.
0: Alright, moving on to at Mockingbird. Ah, I like that me name. Me too. Mocking. Um, spelled M-A-H. I like that. What are your favorite mantras? Of, <laughs> you are singing to me, Mockingbird. He's That's mocking me right that, now. That, that is a so question good. for you, Raquel, <laughs> mantra. <laughs> and are there any particu- particularly effective ones for cultivating love and overcoming social anxiety? Mm-hmm. Alright, my favorite mantra... Oh man, it's always like what resonates with me most at the time. Um, it's either it's sometimes a Sanskrit one that like, Om Laka Samasa Sukino Babantu. If I want to really tap into that piece, but to be honest, my favorite favorite ones are usually English, my own language, my own native language. So I can really <laughs> feel it, and. Right now, the mantra that I wrote in my journal was, I am beautiful. I am beautiful. But I am mantras, I feel like, are the mm-hmm. most powerful because I am that. We are that. Um, and so he asks for specific ones like cultivating love. That's a given. Ali, will you describe your mm-hmm. tattoo?
1: Oh, this actually ties into our, the next question, too. Um Yes. Oh, yeah. My tattoo says, Ahem prima, and it means I am love. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, when a lot of people hear that, they're like, oh, you are love. But um, it's not in the sense of I, my individual self. Um, actually, in Jamaica, everywhere they go, they say I and I. Like, I and I are going to go to the grocery store. And they mean like I in spirit, I in the universe, because yeah. there is no individual self. And so to me... Um, We are all connected through the same thread of love, through the same energy. And if my spirit doesn't stop at the barrier of my skin, and there's no place where you stop and I start, then we truly are that universal love. And so I personally really enjoy the Sanskrit Ahemprema, Mm -hmm. Um, just because the first time I heard it, I think it carries a certain vibration. So magical. Um, So I love that one. That's a good one. That is a very good one. And that is my tattoo.
0: I love that tattoo. I'll move on to my tattoo since. Please do. um, At Marta Hanat asks for tattoos and meanings. Mine says Ahimsa. Well. Well. (laughs) (laughs) It does, in a sense, say Ahimsa. It wishes it says Ahimsa. I wish it said Ahimsa. It does kind of say Ahima. Which, which apparently didn't know.
1: means snow, <laughs> according <laughs> to our teacher in India.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know this. I got my tattoo, what, last last year exactly? Exactly this time last year. Wow. It might even be this date, uh, October 12th of last year. That would be crazy. But um, yeah, it's supposed to say Ahimsa, but my tattoo artist forgot just one little dash, which I didn't know until India, which was in June, when people were like, oh, your tattoo Ahima. Uh, I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh,
1: never. Oh, the american tourist with the messed up sanskrit <laughs> 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 but for those who don't know what does
0: ahimsa mean uh, it means non-violence non-harm to all living beings including yourself so to practice compassion and love for yourself but also practice that towards and live towards all love
1: have love and compassion for all living beings and that is you that is you in every way like that's your actual initial reaction to every situation even mm. when you're upset you're like yeah but i know that this really came from this much older place and better like you you just have this knowingness of compassion so it <laughs> well, really the tattoo suits you thanks and then i also have an <laughs> ohm tattoo yeah we both have our we ohms. both have our ohms mm-hmm. oh, yes. and if you don't
0: know what oh means it's the it's the universal oh. mantra yeah. Yeah, it's just a, you know, it's, it's a vibration. There's no uh, w- there's no meaning that is attached to Om. It's whatever makes sense for that person, but it is just that universal mantra of bringing oneness together. So that's a, a mm-hmm. lot of people will say oneness is what it means, but really it has no meaning.
1: Well, they say it was the sound that the universe made when mm-hmm. the world was created. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. a sound. It's a mantra, universal mantra. And I actually, love that. Um. if you have paid attention to the euro magic <laughs> initials, it says
0: YOM. Yum. So, YOM. Y O M. YOM. Yes. I should definitely get a Y tattooed to the left of it.
1: You definitely should. <laughs> Um, all right I think that that was our last one that is our last one man I loved this
0: this was so fun I really want to do this again yeah like another Q&A
1: thank you so much for your questions and for listening to this and we're beyond grateful we are beyond grateful for you yeah in every way (laughs) brilliant
0: questions um feel free to keep asking sending stuff and yeah have
1: a beautiful rest of your day we are so grateful you tuned into this podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and rate us on iTunes. Yes, and those of you who leave a rating and review, we want to share our
0: gratitude by sending you a special gift. Just email info at life, and we will send you an exclusive meditation guided by the both of us. And make
1: sure to say hi to us on Instagram. I'm at L. Don't forget the random L at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Raquel mantra. Thank you and have a magical day.